Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, here's a topic that I want to bring to you in relation to school uniforms. Like your opinion on this, uh, one of Northern Ireland's top schools, one of the best-known schools in Northern Ireland, Methody, is launching a review of uniform rules. Now, it's a very, very well-known grammar school uh, beside Queen's University in Belfast, uh, very well-known for its uh, academic prowess, its uh, ability on the rugby field as well, and for the international dimension to the students who attend Methodist College. And it also has... uh, an often remarked on uniform because it's quite a striking uniform, the the, the dark blazer, the dark look uh, that there is to the uniform. But there may be now uh, major changes coming and uh, pupils and staff are being asked indeed, and of course uh, parents, uh, for their opinions on what way the uniform should actually change. And the reason for the change is to ensure that transgender pupils and those from religious groups feel comfortable. So is your child at Methody? Uh, are you a parent or of, 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 past, of a past pupil? Maybe you're a past pupil yourself and you have an opinion on the uniform as it is. How important is that uniform in the way it is at this present moment in time or indeed do you feel that there should be some changes and in what way would we reflect the transgender population or indeed uh, people of faith or no faith with regards to school uniform. We're going to be looking at that on the programme and we'd like your opinions. 02890 What steps are going to be taken to actually change the very noticeable Methody school uniform, the very well-established Methody school uniform? And what actually is wrong with it in terms of transgender pupils or pupils of faith or no faith. 028903105. Might we be beginning to see the end of the school uniform? That's one of the questions we're asking this morning. Now, Methodist College very much in the news because of changes that they are considering. Now, the college has a statement in relation to this. The college, I say, like virtually all schools, it has a uniform policy since its foundation. The rationale behind this would be that it ensures a level of equality for all pupils, regardless of background. Uh, We would regard this argument as still valid. Uh, Non-uniform days, which they use for uh, charitable purposes, illustrate the variety of clothing uh, worn, and we would certainly not want pupils 
to be under pressure to dress in a certain way to fit in, in inverted commas. And they say affordability is important. We are mindful of the need to ensure that the uniform required is affordable to families and so would want the, the specific items required to be purchased from suppliers to be kept to a minimum. Any significant changes would be phased in to mitigate against unnecessary costs. And they also say we are mindful of the need to ensure that the uniform required is affordable to families and indeed that that is very important. Uh, They also talk about changes to how people dress in society. Uh, They make a remark on that. It is evident that in wider society there is a drift to less formal wear. Greater flexibility to express oneself may be afforded to older pupils but would still be within the constraints of an overall uniform policy. So certainly is a desire there for the uniform to be retained. I noticed a comment when I first started, and this is relevant to, to that point there, uh, from Jill, who sent us a, an email. Well, I spoke about this just before the song, and uh, that uh, greater flexibility to express oneself may be afforded to older pupils. Uh, Jill saying, sometimes the older pupils who are at Methodist College look more mature than the university students who are next door uh, dressed in their uh, jeans and t-shirts and uh, the the maturity of the, say, a sixth or seventh, seven year, sixth year or seventh year uh, pupil at Methody is more evident than the maturity of someone who's older than them who would be at university, according according to Jill. So maybe the uniform isn't ideal uh, at present, going by some of the points that Jill is making. But how important is uniform generally? I want to speak to Maxine Murphy-Higgins from the NASUWT. Uh, Maxine, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. Uh, The idea of changing uniform or adapting the uniform to suit people who uh, may be not comfortable in what is being worn at present, how big of a challenge is that for a school? Well, as you say, I think it is a big challenge for them, Frank. What we would say is that we would welcome any opportunities or all opportunities for our for pupils, and as, as well as teachers and pupils as well, that they should feel safe and nurtured. And some people who are maybe do not feel comfortable in the school uniform, do they feel safe and do they feel nurtured? And ultimately anything that can make a move towards that, I don't, say, don't see how any of us would not welcome that. Now, another element of this particular policy, they're saying it should be flexible enough to recognise minorities, that they're able to feel comfortable. Example, religious groups, ethnic minorities, uh, pupils with uh, some form of gender change, that these these pupils would not feel as if they had to do something they didn't want to do. Surely the, the uniform can be retained as it is and there'd still be something that would be suitable for whatever child was choosing to go to, to go to the school. You, you need to have the school dictating to the children, not the children dictating to the school. Well, we, we often, I mean, in some ways, yes, Frank, there's a certain amount of that where you sort of say where we need to set out what our, um, what our uniform is and we set out what our standards are and this is how we want our school to be, the face of our school, because that's, that is out there what people, uh, what they see, you know, what... The outside, the public, general public seeing, I heard your comment in there about how people are seeing Methody compared to the Queen's University students who are next door. But equally, 
also we would want to see that people do I go back to the point of feeling safe and nurtured and we are not we're talking about taking in specific needs of some people who we would see are in the minority groups and surely we want them to feel that that they belong and by helping them feel they belong then we allow them to make slight adjustments a lot of times as you have said there these are not big adjustments that would be needed in a uniform they would only be slight adjustments and not everybody would want those slight adjustments therefore those who feel they need it should be in, should get it and those who don't they wear the uniform as is it's interesting jill's point because we understand really what she's saying there. If you see a young man or a young woman who is 17 or 18 years of age in a Methody uniform close to their school and they're standing beside a 21-year-old or 22-year-old who's from Queen's University who's dressed in a, a sweatshirt and jeans, the 17 mm-hmm. or 18-year-old with the sharp jacket and the tie or indeed the uh, very neat trousers or, or neat skirt, they, they look more sophisticated, more mature. They actually look older than the person who's three or four years older than them, who's, who's years ahead of them at, at university. Might there be an argument for the sixth and seventh-year-olds dressing in their, in their own clothes? Well, there might well be, and again, that goes back to the whole school identity, and I suppose in some ways to use that corporate image that people will have, you know, off either of their school or of their business. And equally, we've also got where people should have a right to have their own identity and be able to express that in what they were. And at the moment, in most of our schools in Northern Ireland, they do have a uniform because they've made a decision that we want to have certain levels of standard in their mind as to how, again, I go back to the point of how schools are, are seen by the outside world. But ultimately, we also need a place where our children can learn. And that usually helps better where they feel that they're being embraced, that they're inver- they are part of it, they, the diversity is accepted and they're, they're included within the, within the school environment, within the school family. So that's what we're aiming for. We would be aiming for the pupils to learn in an environment that, has, that is an environment of mutual respect and tolerance. You know, and this is in now the 21st century. We do have... Lots of diversity, which is what we should be embracing. We shouldn't be trying to basically make us all the same. That said, if a school has a uniform, what is the harm in them then making slight divergence in their uniforms to take account of those minorities? There would be major changes needed in some schools where they tend to be incredibly strict. And you, you, you notice at Methody the ethnic groups that go to the school and the overseas uh, pupils that go to the, the school as, uh, as well. There's a, there's a great ethnic mix in Methody that you don't yeah. get in some other schools, not in all other schools, in, in some other schools. Now, in, in Wales, the government have recently recommended the school uniform should be gender neutral. What, what exactly is mm-hmm. gender neutral? Is, is that everyone, everyone has a choice to to wear trousers or or a dress, or is gender neutral a tracksuit? What is gender neutral? Well, I mean, I, I haven't, to be honest with you, Frank, I'm no great expert in what that, you know, in, in relation to what gender neutral, if there's that definition of it out there, Frank. So I can't, I think I would have to leave that to someone else who would be more expert in it. But what, I, but what we do be and what we have to, some of these children that we are talking about here in the minority feel as if they are not part of it. And if we are in, essentially, if they are having difficulties and, and they want they want to um, assign themselves as a different gender, it is more useful that rather than have them 
being, I suppose, putting themselves, to make themselves more noticeable, which is what they generally don't want. You want to have a situation where they can be accepted without it being a, essentially a big deal, Frank. You want to be able to have a bit of flexibility within the uniforms that whether it be that they're looking to wear headscarves or whether or not uh, they want to wear a different part of the uniform, surely schools can take those on and take that view on in a very passionate way um, and so that the child and the pupil does not feel as if further put out. It's interesting how times are, I suppose, catching up with reality or, and schools are, are part of that. It's 20 years ago, we wouldn't be having had we wouldn't have had this discussion simply because it would be dictated from above. That's it. Forget about it. Move on. Uh, times, quite rightly, quite understandably, are changing, and flexibility is needed. And schools that don't see that this discussion is important aren't really uh, behind the cue ball, so to speak. Yeah, and I mean, I think well, two things to say on that. One is that you're you're quite right that we need to catch up. One, the ethnic minority. numbers in Northern Ireland are increasing so therefore we are going to have to look at that and should be already. The transgender reassignment regulations came in in 1999 so we're taking you know now that we're only looking at this gender neutral we are in some ways we've had a long meeting period Frank you know where we knew it was coming up it was so important at the time that legislation as I say was brought in in 1999 we're now in 2019 we're 20 years on Whenever we recognised as a society that there were um, individuals in our society who were transgender, who would be making that change. So we essentially, we've had a bit of time to think about this. We certainly have. We should have you know, so we, we, I think, you know, we, we certainly do now. If we haven't already, is a time when we need to look and say, how do we deal with these? Um, how do we deal with this situation in our schools? even in our employment, because there are teachers who will also be transgender. There will be teachers within our society who will be from ethnic minorities, and that's something that needs to increase in order that we have more diverse workforce in our education system. So those are certainly things that I believe our education system does need to start looking at. Absolutely. Maxine, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Maxine Murphy-Higgins from the NASUWET. And I think most of us, uh, Maxine, by her own admission, uh, myself, maybe a lot of you who are listening, this is something we've given very little consideration to in terms of what exactly is a gender-neutral uniform. And it is going to be an issue in the future, it's an issue right now, and uh, Methody are, are grasping or are grasping that nettle. I wonder, are other schools uh, giving it the same consideration? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.